Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You have made it. This is the final episode of the season, or shall I say the final course of the semester. Thank you for tuning in to the Academics Podcast. I'm your host, Justin D. Barnett. And before we get into it, I just want to thank each and every one of you that has tuned in, subscribed, referred a friend, or helped spread the word in any way. This has been a great experience for me being able to sit down with so many smart and talented people making a name for themselves in the industry. If you're in advertising, marketing, media, and you're interested in being a guest on season two of the Academics Podcast, please feel free to reach out to me via email, academicspodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach out on Instagram, at academics. In this final season finale, I wanted to switch up the format a little bit. Instead of one guest, I actually have seven short interviews featuring my fellow summer interns from RPA. They all hold different positions, including account management, copywriting, art direction, business affairs, project management, and art production. They talk about a range of informative and relevant things, including how they got their internship, which can be very beneficial to those of you looking to land an internship or an entry-level position in the industry. But enough of me talking. Let's get straight into it. Here it is. Enjoy. All right. Um, My name is Zena Gittens. I am from the great state of Texas. Um, I graduated from the University of Texas at San Antonio this past May, and I'm currently an account management intern on the Honda national team here at RPA. Okay. And how did you hear about this internship? I actually didn't get to choose where I was going. Um, I was chosen to come to RPA through MAPE, or the Multicultural Advertisement Internship Program. Um, Yeah. Okay, so for those that don't know what MAPE is, can you kind of explain what it is? Yeah, so MAPE is a really cool organization that's a subset of the four A's in New York. Um, And if you don't know what the four A's is, it's a really prominent organization. Um, And so they started MAPE a while ago in efforts to diversify the advertising industry. So it's all for minority um, students and individuals. And essentially, we go through a pretty lengthy process to get to where we are. Um, So I applied back in September and went through a lot of different rounds of interviews and meeting different people and submitting essays and recommendations and just a lot of different things. And then in February, I found out where I would be going. So you don't get to choose where you go. You don't get to choose what you do. Um, You set preferences. So I set preferences in like New York, Chicago, Atlanta, cities that I wouldn't mind living in. And then and of course, California, because that's why I'm here. And then I set preferences on what I wanted to um, on what I wanted to do. So, like my preferences were account management and PR. Um, and so I got my first one in account management. And then my top two choices were New York and LA. And so um, not not in any sort of order. I would have been happy either way. So um, and I got LA. So I got really lucky with my draw. Um, because I ended up in LA and I ended up uh, doing account management and so that's essentially how I found RPA or I guess RPA found me Um, and so here I am okay so I mean how did you initially hear about MAPE yeah it's actually a really funny story Uh, I had a friend of mine on my Facebook feed that I don't really talk to but we have mutual friends so I guess we've been friends you know we've been friends on Facebook for a little bit and I saw she was she was put at Weebly uh, in New York, so she she did her MAPE her MAPE experience last summer in New York, and I kept seeing her post about this great company that was like paying for, for her to get her nails done, and I was like, what? what are you doing? And so, I mean, I'm, I, I graduated with a PR degree, so like this is kind of right up my alley, but I had never heard of MAPE till probably last summer. Mm-hmm. And so I started talking to her about it, what she was doing, um, her time at Weebly, her, her time with MAPE, she gave me recommendations, so when the applications opened up in September, I knew exactly what to do um, and what I, um, you know, what to look forward to and how to kind of, you know, format my application. And so I, I got lucky because I got in on my first try. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, that is how I heard about Mate, but I had never heard of it before since probably a year ago to date. So okay, yeah. Um, so would you recommend Mate for any for the next person? I would absolutely recommend MAPE, uh, definitely. It, beyond 
placing you, you know, Mape has really great, great connections everywhere. They have connections with some of the biggest agencies. So like my mentor did her Mape, uh, her Mape fellowship at Ogilvy. And then her, she had someone in her mate class that did theirs at Wyden, and they're still at Wyden. Wow. And so they have really great, you know, Starcom and, um, like, all of the big agencies that you can think of, there's probably a maper there. And then even some of the smaller ones, there's mapers there as well. And so beyond doing being a really great way to uh, be placed at an agency it's also a huge networking opportunity because we do MAPE labs which means we like interact with our MAPE class but then like in LA uh, alumni host events for us to meet them and interact with them and then we have mentors so I have a mentor who actually works at Universal and um, she's been amazing every step of the way and she actually used to work at RPA too and so it's really funny how that happens um, but you, the connections are insane yeah. and so they connect you with more people they know and they connect you with more people that they know and then at the end of MAPE we all go to New York so there's about 260 of us all over across the country this this summer and at the end we all go to New York and we do agency tours and we meet each other and we uh, and there's a huge job fair and we meet other alumni so it's a really 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 great networking opportunity um, you know and obviously a good like life choice I think yeah. to, to kind of help propel your career for sure so what has been your experience um, moving to LA have you enjoyed have so, you enjoyed it? Yeah, the great thing about MAPE is they house you. Mm. So that was one last thing that I had to worry about making this transition to LA. I think if I had to do it on my own, it wouldn't have happened. <laughs> um, I never envisioned myself on the East or West Coast. Um, to, I think Texas is the best state ever, um, and I never want to leave. Um, so I don't think I would have done that on my own. So I definitely have to thank Mape for helping, like, kind of broaden my horizons a little bit and also helping the process be a little less stressful by provi providing our housing and, um, you know, handling all that. We do pay a small amount, but it's really trivial in comparison to, like, our housing for the whole summer, our flights to and from and to New York. Um, so I would say my transition has been really not stressful at all. One of my best friends is here. Year, and so that was also a nice uh, coming in and um, yeah it, it's been great I've, I'm loving it and it's 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 a cool spot for sure so you mentioned that you never saw yourself like being here right now that you've been here and experienced it and you're enjoying it is this a place that you're actually considering staying um, after your internship yeah I think so I think it's definitely on my radar just because the industry lies here and in you know here and then in New York for the most part and I hate the snow so that's not an option <laughs> but um, I definitely do see myself going back to Texas eventually um, I'm from Houston and Houston like is on track to bypass Chicago in population by next year so great things are happening down there and I definitely want to go back home and be a part of it but I think this is a really great place to start my career though I don't see myself being here long term I definitely am going to enjoy it while it lasts um, and then hopefully be able to take my talents back home okay cool yeah. so let's let's go back to your, your role here at RPA yeah um, wh what exactly do you do so I'm an account I'm an account management so we do uh, we literally are you know the as they say like the quarterback you know we do a lot because we're kind of the face of uh, RPA when it comes to client relations so we have to just always make sure that clients happy we have to understand the client and listen to what they want and be able to uh, communicate that back to the team and produce stuff that they want to see and that you know and you know keeping relations and everything like that so day to day um i've just been kind of working on different things that need to be done on the national team so we've been working on just different uh print spots and i've been working on just kind of consolidating uh, media spots and now that we're kind of in an off season because there aren't too many vehicle launches right now in the summer and there also isn't any sports anymore, um, I've just been kind of making sure that things are ready to go for when the time picks up come, you know, September. So, so now that you have experience in account management, is this something that you do see yourself pursuing in the future? I've actually always worked in account management. So this is kind of like my third or fourth internship 
Uh, this is my third one in account management. So it's something that I'm very familiar with. I'm not opposed to um, venturing off and seeing what other sectors of the field there are. Um, and that's actually that's something that I'm looking into right now as I look for full-time employment is like I'm not limiting myself to account management because a lot of skills transfer. Mm-hmm. So I'm really open and open to any, op- any opportunity that comes not necessarily account um, maybe even project. I'm really interested in the strategy, but I think everyone is. Um, and so, yeah, it's. I'm definitely just taking the opportunity where it comes as it comes. You have any advice for people um, trying to get into account management? Um, that's a good question. I think my advice is. Or from what you see, like what what qualities do people have that that are successful in this role? So account managers really have to be like personable. They have to be very structured, very scheduled. Um, They have to be very kind of a little, you know, innovative, but also, you know, um, not like to the creative extent. So like I am not a creative person by any means, but I am absolutely, I'm absolutely, you know, super organized and I like to think I'm a personable person so I get to be that liaison so I would say you know know your personality because um, it's not for everyone just like how creative wouldn't be for me um, and I definitely think that I'm grateful for like MAPE and the experiences of interning for me to be able to figure out my attributes and what I think I am good at versus what I'm not instead of like just jumping in and being like this is what I'm gonna do and having no idea <laughs> what that entails so yeah okay um so what's the best way people can reach you if they want to find out about you or about MAPE or about account management yeah um definitely my linkedin is poppin i love linkedin um it is seriously the best resource ever honestly if you use it correctly so i definitely um you can connect with me on linkedin my name is zena z-e-n-a and gittens g-i-t-t-e-n-s or um i'm super all, all over social media so instagram um twitter if uh my instagram is zena underscore a-k-h-y-l-a and then my facebook is my name so like literally anything um feel free to reach out um, definitely can get you connected with people or answer questions. I think that's one of the greatest things about like MAPE is everybody is eager to talk to everybody. And so if there's ever something that I can't answer, but I know someone else can answer, then someone is definitely willing to answer your questions. So definitely reach out if there's like anything for sure. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Zena. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm uh, Nick Vukasovic. I'm a creative copywriting intern at RPA. Um, I went to undergrad at Wittenberg University and uh, studied uh, advertising at the bookshop. Um, been out in LA for like nine years now. Um, been doing advertising for since the beginning of this year, <laughs> so for like six months. Okay, what attracted you to advertising? Uh, for me, I, when I first moved out to LA, it was like really hard to find a job doing whatever you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm from Michigan, so like the industry was pretty bad. It was like right during the recession. And uh, so I thought, like, why don't I just do something I want to do? Because it'll be hard to find a job anyway. <laughs> so I did a lot of acting in college, and my whole family does that professionally. So moved out to LA to uh, start doing that. And then after like six years, seven years, I was kind of like, all right, look, <laughs> like I've, I've achieved some success. I've been on shows, yeah. um, gotten the experience, but like, this is not for me. And it was like, just rough. Um, and so I was kind of trying to think of something that I'm well suited for, um, but also that I'd enjoy to do day in and day out. And so actually one of the casting directors uh, that booked me on a show on AMC, um, she recommended that I do advertising, mm-hmm. which was kind of fun. Um, so she recommended that I talk to this uh, HR person she knew. She was really uh, good friends with it, Shiat. And um, she uh, is no longer working there, but she recommended the bookshop for me. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so I started doing that knowing nothing <laughs> about advertising. And two years later, had a portfolio and uh, was able to try and look for spots, you know. 
So you just mentioned the bookshop. What is the bookshop for people that don't know? Yeah, so the bookshop's like a portfolio school, and it's really good, especially for people that already have jobs, um, because it meets once a week, you know, usually like a night from like 7 to 10 uh, at the various agencies around L.A., and they... Um, and it just kind of gets you together with like I'm a copywriter, gets you with art directors and kind of teaches you the whole process. And then once you go through the program, the last level is this class called Teams. And in that you're literally doing what you'd want to do in advertising. It's like the whole semester is just you with an art director, another copywriter, and you guys just build a whole campaign, like a 360 campaign for your book. Okay. And so I ended up taking that four times teams um, and so I was able to get four good book pieces out of it which was nice and that was kind of like the minimum I had for like I can find an internship with four pieces yeah yeah okay I know this question is kind of basic but <laughs> I don't know exactly where these people are who are listening in their career so what, what is a copywriter <laughs> so copywriter I'm kind of still learning <laughs> but, but yeah we pretty much I mean we work in tandem with uh, the art directors and it's not like copywriters don't solely come up with the words like honestly my art director partner um, on a project I'm doing now has come up with a bunch of great lines mm -hmm. so you kind of it's just like one cog in the creative team um, that kind of more comes up with like how you're going to word things okay. but like together you and the art director are going to come up with you know whatever you get the brief like you're going to work at it together okay. to kind of like figure out what you want to do okay what kind of stuff have you worked on here at RPA? Uh, I've worked on a bunch of fun stuff, like mainly Honda, because um, that's our big thing here at RPA. Um, but I've worked on Arco, um, done radio scripts for Arco and AMPM, which is super fun. Uh, did some stuff for Acura. Uh, worked for uh, TikTok a little bit. Okay. Um, Dole. Uh, I'm probably forgetting some, but like a lot of different projects, which has been really fun. Okay, what's been your favorite so far? My favorite so far has been I just recently did some radio spots for Arco, and that was like, as a writer, it's the most fun because, yeah. you know, you're literally just writing them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Are you a part of the recording process at all? Or do you just so, if you get it through. <laughs> so, luckily enough, I was able to get one of them uh, chosen by the client to get produced. And so what was awesome as an intern was I was able to like go to the recording session to give with their help, of course, <laughs> but to give, you know, I wrote the piece. So it's like to give notes to the actors, you know, and like how you'd want it read and give direction. Um, and even like coming up with the casting, like coming up with the selects, like who I like, mm -hmm. you know, like really fun. They definitely like give you um, a lot more opportunity than I thought I'd have as an intern. Okay. What was your interview process like? It was pretty cool. It was really, for me, it was kind of different um, because I was still in bookshop mm -hmm. when I heard that they were looking for interns for uh, the upcoming session at RPA. And so my um, teacher, who's a mentor of mine, he uh, emailed the whole class and was like, hey guys, they're looking for interns. Send me your books and I'll send it along. And I didn't have my book all the way done. <laughs> I had all the pieces, but I didn't have it put together in a book. So I, you know, hurried up that weekend, put it all together, and then went, um, and he sent it off, and then thankfully I did hear back, mm. and that was really fun. It was, like, super intimidating, because I'd never done an interview like that, and, but it was, you know, uh, interview with Amy, our HR creative person here, and she is so nice, and made it, you know, it was just like talking to a friend, like we yeah. Skyped, um, talked a little bit about the book, but... Yeah, it was just really like, don't be scared. <laughs> like, it's, it's really cool. They want you to be good, you know? So they're not coming at you with any like, oh, this person sucks. It's like, no, they like think you're good. That's why they called you. So yeah. just like be relaxed, you know? What, what were your uh, expectations or thoughts like coming into to this internship and, and how has it played out for you? Um, I didn't, honestly, I didn't know too much of what to expect. I figured I'd get to do a little bit of work, yeah. you know, like actually get to write some things and they'd, you know, I figured it'd be way less stuff than I actually get to do, which is great. Like I've even told my, um, I have a friend from high school who ended up doing copywriting as well. He's at ACD in Chicago right now. And I told him about the internship and like, oh yeah, I've pitched to clients, you know, I've done, um, you know, I've written things that have gotten produced, all these different things. And he's like, that's insane. <laughs> he's like, 
He's like, until you're like a senior almost, you don't even uh, pitch to clients or talk to them in the meetings. So it's really nice. They give us a lot of um, experience. Like this is not an internship where you get coffee and, you know, just sit in the background and be quiet. Like it's like, I feel like I'm doing what a junior would do, which is like just what I want. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Okay. Um, I mean, I heard you um, speak previously about um, maybe like some insecurities you had coming into the internship as well. I think um, I had a lot of the same feelings coming in, just not being a traditional student. Yeah. Or like being in the age range of the people that are here. Yeah. Um, like I'm a lot older than a lot of them. Likewise. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, how, how was that experience for you? Yeah, I was a, like when I was coming into it, just because it's kind of like a second career for me, um, I was a little nervous because I thought like, you know, all these other kids are interns and a lot of them are straight out of college, which is nuts. I've been out for a little while now. And uh, I like asked a bunch of people in the industry. I was like, look, is there age discrimination? Is this a bad thing to come in that late? And obviously they said not every case is the same, but overall it seems like it's sometimes even better. Yeah. Because, you know, we've lived lives, we've had different things, you know, we've had other jobs, we've dealt with people, you know, we've traveled. It's, it's all things, especially for, like, a copywriter, that it only helps. Exactly. You know, it's like, for me, that's what's been nice. Although it is kind of different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'll reference something that I'll want to put in an ad, and, like, uh, they'll be like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, man. Like, that was when I was a yeah. kid. Come yeah. on, you didn't have this. Yeah. Um, but actually, it's good, too, because... That also lets you know, of like, do people know about this? My audience isn't people my age. Exactly. My audience is younger. It might be older. It's exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know so far going through like when it comes to getting hired or later on in my career, but it seems like it hasn't been like a roadblock at all, which is nice. Yeah, I can agree. I can agree. I, I had, like I said, I had the same the same thoughts coming in, and for me, it, what I thought would be um, something that would hold me back has actually turned out to be an advantage yeah. because I have a lot more experience doing a lot more things. Mm-hmm. So I'm a lot more versatile, especially with the assignments that I get or the projects that I'm on. Like I can speak on a wide range of things just from experience mm-hmm. prior to coming here. So yeah, for anyone listening, um, don't let age or little things like that deter you from starting a new career. Well, and what's good too is I've heard is like, you know, I've worked normal jobs and this is real for me. You know, a lot of people that just graduate from college are still kind of like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't blah, blah, blah. And so they can't deal with like the stresses in a work environment or sending a, a clean, nice email, just little things that you wouldn't think of, especially like I know I didn't think of it right when I graduated. But like now, just because I'm older, it's, you know, yeah. it's a different perspective, but it's a good one. Definitely. Um so what do you see for your future? What's your ultimate goal in advertising? Yeah, my, I mean, my ultimate goal is to keep doing it for a long-ass time. Um, but no, what's nice about it, my goal is to, for me, right now I'm in L.A. and it's such a great place for advertising. And so especially like a great place to start out. And so what's been really nice is to get an opportunity to a place like RPA where, you know, you can really learn how to do big brands and all these different types of work. And um, for me, it's just to learn as much as possible now. And then eventually, because I am older, I do want to have a family. And I think I do want to move back to the Midwest, which is where I'm from originally. But um, that's kind of my goal is to get to a certain place where I'm like, um, I have enough experience that I can move back and feel comfortable that I could find a job and I could find a place and raise a family and and I mean the work that we do is fun. Yeah. <laughs> like it's legit like super fun. Every day is different. Yeah. Um and so I just want to keep doing that. Like yeah. my dad worked as a pharmaceutical sales rep and wore a suit every day, left at five in the morning, came back at six, was working in his office when he came home, worked seven days a week pretty much. And I was like, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, I, I agree. So. I agree. So, um, I mean, would you? What, what advice would you offer any student, um, current college student, or anyone interested in being in creative, mm-hmm. trying to build their book? Um, what advice would you give them? I would, for sure. Like, if you're a copywriter or an art director, like for me, actually, I had someone ask me this advice about Bookshop earlier today, um, and I would say 
try and find a partner that you can work well with. Like if you're a copywriter, try and find an art director early on, or maybe you have one, because that's really important. If you can work well with them, your work will be that much better. Um, but yeah, I think really just like, don't try and get stuff just like done. Like this works. Like your book has to catch people's attention. And a lot of people's um, books can tend to be the same. And if you put up work that you think is just okay, like that might not get you a call. And so really try and push yourself. And for me, portfolio school was like, it, it was two years, but it was, and I worked other jobs, but like you can go hard for, <laughs> you know, two years, a couple nights a week, you know, like work some late nights, it'll be worth it. Okay. Like your portfolio is such your currency, it seems like. And like, if you can just bust your ass for like, you know, a little bit of time, it'll reap so many benefits, you know, that'll be valuable for me, like at the end. Okay. Um, for people listening and are interested in checking out your portfolio, where can they go to do that? Oh yeah, it's uh, Nick V. A v is in Victor, uh, copywriter.com. So nickvcopywriter.com. Nickvcopywriter.com. Right. Yeah, check it out. Check out my Velveeta video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dick, thank you. Well, thanks, y'all. Good luck. Bye. All right, hi, everyone. I'm Orly. I come from Paris, France. Uh, this is where I graduated in 2014. After this, I came to the U.S. as an au pair took some little advertising classes at night at the um, University of Art of San Francisco to kind of update myself from like European advertising into American advertising, which is very different. And then I came to LA, took the bookshop classes, which was awesome, met a bunch of people that um, advised me to apply to the inter internship at RPA. And here I am, I'm loving it. And you're also going to bookshop, right? Yes, I went to bookshop. Okay. And how how did you find your your internship here? How'd you hear about it? So through bookshop, you have like the normal classes, which goes from introduction, passing to intermediate, advanced one, advanced two, and team. But you also have an other type of classes, which is either art direction, either um, copy-driven classes. Mm -hmm. And my teacher in the art direction classes, um, Chow, advised me to like try it out because it was like, you know, with the campaign you did in bookshop, I'm pretty sure it's like gonna open you the, the spot. And I did and it worked. Okay. So how has your experience been so far? So far so good. I'm very glad that we are busy. I was scared to like, you know, have nothing to do mm -hmm. or being in an internship that everybody imagined being bad, like making coffee and all those type of things. So I'm glad this is not happening. We're working on real client work. I'm on Honda right now, Farmers, and I'm actually having some work that is going out soon. So I'm very proud of me and the people that I'm working with. Okay, and how did you get um, interested in advertising? What, what attracted you to it? So, I'm a graphic designer. Mm -hmm. That's what I graduated from in Paris. I always had some little classes of like advertising, but I thought I was more into like pure design until I got my first, second, and third job into graphic design. And you realize quickly that you're just kind of everyone's puppet, and like none of the ideas came from you mm -hmm. or come from you. It's only people telling you what to do and how to do it. And I don't know, it's, it's very hard to put some energy to educate, educate people. And, you know, I've did seven years of school to know what color to drop there. And you should let me, um, you know, the freedom of creativity to take some choices. Yeah. So in like three years of experience working as a graphic designer, I realized that to have the power of ideation, you need to be an art director. And that's why this internship for me is a transition between being a senior graphic designer into being a junior art director. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, so um, let's stay on the topic of, of being a creative. Um, earlier we spoke about your portfolio. Um, so what, what's, how did you build your portfolio? What was the process? So kind of the same answer. Um, it was at first a graphic design portfolio which quickly at Bookshop, they were like, 
you know, it's good, it shows that you know how to do beautiful things, but it doesn't show how do you think about those things and did you ideate, what's the idea behind it? Is it just pretty and shallow or does it have a meaning? And with the bookshop classes, I've done one, two campaign that at first were terrible, and the third one was good enough to put in, a, in my portfolio and like I gradually kicked out graphic design things to incorporate advertising things until now it's only advertising on my portfolio so it was kind of a transition too okay what site do you use did you use to host it weeks weeks yeah weeks. okay um, what are your what are your plans for the future as far as advertising mm-hmm so um, to be honest I'm loving it here I hope to be at least renewed for another three or four months of internship mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll see how it goes but probably you know get hired I won't refuse the position for sure. <laughs> I just love, you know, the way this agency is working and how the management here works, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, earlier you mentioned um, the style of advertising in Europe um, compared to America. How mm-hmm. do they differ in your opinion? In my opinion, America based their campaign on extremely deep insight which we also do in France, but then treat it a different way. American campaign, as you can notice, are based maybe like 75% on humor. That's the tone of the majority of all the campaigns. Mm-hmm. That's how you grab the attention, that, that's how you catch the eye, and that's how even through radio you kind of like stay in people's head, you know, with a funny song or with a funny sentence compared to in Europe, they're really trying to like shine in a more like look at me, I'm smart way mm. and you know, more serious, straight to the point, talking about the benefits of the products, um, stuff like this. Do you see yourself ever eventually working in Europe? Yes, I would love it. And I definitely think that as American, American companies are looking for a European point of view, if I go back to Europe one day, they will be glad to welcome the American point of, point of view into their agency, so, okay. yeah. What advice would you give anyone that's interested in getting into creative? Sorry? What advice would you give someone that's interested in getting into creative? Um, it will sound pretty um, general, but believing yourself, I think, is a very good advice that you kind of overheard when someone is saying it to you, but it's really the key. Because advertising is such, um, it's about opinion, you know. People will love what you do, people won't like what you do, but this, it doesn't mean there's a right or wrong answer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Especially as an art, art director. It's about design, it's about the look and feel. So you will meet people that hate your work, but you will meet as, experiment, as experienced people that will love it. Mm-hmm. They're just don't give up and keep doing what you like because if you like it people will at one point so okay we talked about your pro- your portfolio um how can people see it what's your website so my portfolio is my first and last name dot com my first name is a little complicated a u r e l i e aurelie and my last name is super easy it's diaz d-i-a-z um, dot com aurelie thank you thank you so much no problem Okay, uh, my name is Nathan Santiago. I am currently going into my senior year at the University of Southern California, and I am an intern in the project management department. Okay, and what do you do in project management? Um, Honestly, this is my first time working at an agency, so I was getting acclimated to what everyone does, and... I didn't even know what my department did going into the first day, really. Yeah. So things started off pretty slow, but um, now the team trusts me with a lot more stuff. Um, I handle a lot of the coordination between teams, scheduling internals, um, creative reviews. I build timelines and calendars out for campaigns. Um, honestly, just managing teams, managing a lot of different personalities, uh, people, and I also tag ads, um, ad IDs, so we can basically internally track our work. 
Okay. Um, you mentioned it started off slow. Now that you've been here a month or a couple months, um, has it? Yeah. How has it picked up, and how are you liking it? Uh, well, I was actually just looking back at my calendar on my computer, uh-huh. and it was looking pretty bare the first two weeks. Um, but as the weeks progressed, more meetings and um, more tasks started to fill in. Mm-hmm. I guess um, this goes across the board, but any position, the first couple weeks are definitely um, training and development, like uh, onboarding, like really heavy. Um, just getting you acclimated with the programs, the people, um, and honestly how the company works as a whole. Okay. What type of um, accounts are you a part of or have you worked on so far? Yeah, so I'm actually the only project management intern currently uh, in the summer, which I thought was a little bit lonely at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But now I really see it as a positive because I get to touch basically any work I want. Mm -hmm. Um, My supervisors are super um, accommodating with what I want to work on. Um, If I want to spend more time on... I'm a certain client, so I've touched work uh, from um, Dole, AMPM, Arco, a little bit of Honda, um, and even um, some new business, which uh, I'm not allowed to say yet. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. Okay, cool. Um, So how did you initially hear about this internship? Yeah, so I actually live in Torrance, California, which is where there's an office uh, for Saatchi and Saatchi. Mm-hmm. And one of my best friend's moms actually worked at Saatchi. Mm-hmm. And when I was applying for internships, she said that um, Saatchi had a pretty good internship program. And when I was applying to um, internships, I was applying to everything from operations, marketing, um, advertising. Um, and I kind of just fell into advertising, but yeah, so I was just looking at Saatchi and Saatchi and saw they did Toyota's advertising mm-hmm. and all my family drives Hondas. Mm. So I was like, oh, maybe let's see who does Hondas and that's kind of how I stumbled upon RPA. Okay. Uh, what was your interview process like? So I was actually studying abroad in Budapest um, this past semester. So I didn't have any um, in-person interviews. I went through a phone screening um, and then I had a Skype interview with the team, with the project management team. Okay. Did you have yeah. to do a, a project? I did not, no. Did? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that you're, you're from USC, you're currently yeah. a student there. Um, are you a part of any groups on campus as yeah, far so, as advertising goes? Uh, honestly, no. Oh. Uh, I'm just finding, I'm just like starting to get into advertising. Mm-hmm. So other than uh, being in Greek life and playing a little bit of club baseball a couple years ago. Uh, I'm not in any organizations, but I'm definitely going to start looking into some now that I've been exposed to some of the organizations that other people are in and really like familiarizing myself with other people. Okay, definitely. Um, So now that you have some some experience and you've been exploring it a little bit, have you kind of navigated where you want to go in your career in the future? Or are you still just exploring? Yeah, I've always been a pretty open-minded person. And I almost feel like for me to know that this is the right thing for me, I'd still have to try things and then come back to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if I end up doing the exact same thing like a project manager at RPA, I wouldn't feel confident staying here until I tried new things. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm definitely interested in continuing my career in advertising. I don't know where it's going to take me, but um, I'm a pretty strong believer in everything happens for a reason, so so yeah, we'll see. Okay. Um, any advice for anyone looking to um, start an advertising internship? Like, um, what, should, what should they expect or what shouldn't they expect? Yeah, so advertising as a whole, I think, is an industry that a lot of people take for granted if they don't know about it. Um, and I know I did. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes just for something like a billboard. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes um, on behind like closed doors. So just having an open mind and not thinking um, that you know everything, really that willingness to learn is something that is crucial. And as an intern, you're going to be asked to do a lot of things. And that's a good thing 
and really just um, talking to as many people as you can in the industry um, and networking and really not burning a bridge because you never know advertising is a um, it has a lot of legs and it spreads a lot of uh, into a lot of industries so just yeah keeping an open mind and meeting as many people as you can okay good advice good advice uh, what's the best way people can reach you um, I'm kind of on and off social media sometimes I like to do a little cleanse but uh, LinkedIn yeah LinkedIn is uh, at LinkedIn Nathan a Santiago Sounds good. Yeah. All right, Nathan, thank you. Thank you. Hi, my name is Jessica Garfield. I'm from Los Angeles, California, and I go to school at Syracuse University, and I'm currently working in the business affairs department at RPA. Okay, and how'd you hear about that internship? My dad actually works at Honda Corporate and has been in the licensing department for 23 years, so Honda was something that I grew up with and has always been held importance in my family. So growing up with him in licensing, I've always paid attention to Honda advertisements, um, TV, radio, and online. So I was actually really interested in Honda Stage, and after doing some research, I found RPA and fell in love with the company culture and the intern video, and I applied. Okay, um, so what do you do in your position? Business Affairs is involved in every aspect of the advertising creation. So we have meetings with creatives, productions. Um, we're focused on a lot of licensing, so anything that has a logo um, has to go by us for approvals. We also do negotiations for talent. Um, we're in charge of getting all the talent for our commercials. We also do negotiations with the talent. Um, we do payroll for the street, like wherever we stream um, our commercials and write contracts. Okay, and what, what accounts have you worked on so far? So far I've worked on Honda, Honda Gaming, Honda Racing, um, Arco, Pocky, TikTok, a little Southwest. Wow, wow, so what's been your favorite so far? Honda, <laughs> of <course>. only because <laughs> I'm, so invested and passionate about it, and I know so much about their previous partnerships. Mm -hmm. um, I've been able to come up with collaborations and place them in different movies and um, promotions, so that's been really fun for me. Yeah, so before you started on your first day, did you have any expectations coming in? And if you did, um, how have, has it lived up to your I had no idea what to expect. Um, I'm an advertising major at Syracuse, and I think it's one thing to read textbooks, and it's another to see how all of that comes into play to make a successful advertisement. So I had no idea what business affairs really meant. I knew that it dealt with talent and payments, so I was weary that I would only be doing invoices and payments, and that was something that scared me because I didn't <laughs> want to spend five days a week, seven hours a day doing the same thing. but. I've had an amazing experience where I've been able to work on projects hands-on and offer my um, opinion as a younger market who they're aiming towards. It's been interesting um, and beneficial to have different age groups and meetings and be able to have my voice heard. Okay, so you said you studied advertising at Syracuse. Mm -hmm. Are you a part of any like extracurricular activities as far as advertising like clubs or anything mm -hmm. like that? So my friend and I just started a club called Hee Haw, which is um, centered around Hillel, which is a Jewish um, type of, how do I explain this? It's like temple on campus. So we're doing, um, I'm actually the vice president for that. We're starting up more so next semester where we're gonna do um, advertisements for Hillel specifically to target um, our Jewish audience, not only Jewish audience on our college campus, we also have the largest student-run ad agency at our school. Um, it's called TNH, and I've been involved somewhat throughout the years, but I'm involved in a lot of extracurriculars, so I haven't been able to put in the time that I wanted into that. Um, all of our advertising classes, though, are really hands-on and project-based. 
So when I'm not doing my extracurriculars, that's what I spend most of my time doing. Okay, so what, what attracted you to advertising? How did you find it as a career path? Weirdly enough, um, I had no idea what my dad did growing up, and I entered a field that is very, very similar to what he does on a daily basis. But when I was in high school, I did a research project on the history of sex and advertising. And all I knew that I wanted to do when I grew up was make a difference and make valuable change. And after doing that project on the history of sex and advertising, I saw that this was a field that definitely needed a lot of change. And I wanted to produce ads that shed light on underrepresented groups. Um, I grew up with a mom who's hard of hearing and deaf in another ear. So being able to shed light on disabled groups in the LGBTQ community um, and have more inclusivity in ads, whether that be gender or age or race, I think that's something that is really important. Okay, interesting, very interesting. Um, so what are your personal plans for the future? Where do you see yourself ending up as far as advertising is concerned? That is a great question. I think being at RPA, I've been able to see how every department functions and interacts with each other, so it's opened my eyes to a lot more than what I've just seen in the textbooks. I'm passionate about so many different things that I think it's hard to choose one. Um, I think social media is very, very interesting and dominating our world right now. I think that would be a field right now that I'm the most interested in. Um, I think it's really how companies are reaching their younger demographics now and how they're forming their brand values or how they're representing themselves on social media. But I'm interested in every department. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, what advice would you give anyone that's interested in landing an internship, um, not just at RPA, but anywhere? Everyone says networking, but I think it's the way in which you do that. Um, being really educated on what you're applying for. I judge companies by their website a lot, and um, I got to know a lot about RPA through, like I said, their intern video and what they pride themselves on and their values, which is something that was really important to me. So being not only educated, but connecting with what and aligning your values with what the company values is important, and then translating that into your interviews. Um, doing research on who you're interviewing with, I think, is so, so important, and finding like any common thread between that. Um, I mentioned some projects that uh, my supervisor who interviewed me worked on and asked pointed questions about that. It shows that you not only care, but you went the extra mile, and it's something that I feel like not a lot of interviewees do that often. Okay, very good. Um, what's the best way for anyone to reach you if they wanted to discuss anything else with you? LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I think it is the best social media platform out there. Um, my name is Jessica Garfield. I have a, a nice picture that says, Go Orange as my banner. <laughs> and connect with me. All right, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hello everyone, my name is Robert Sineshko. Um I'm an intern here at RPA uh, and I'm in account management. I also just graduated from the University of Illinois this past May. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. So as an intern, what, what accounts are you working on? Um, so the, the way that account management works here um, at RPA is just that um, I know oftentimes account managers get multiple clients. So for me in particular, I'm working on apartments.com, Arco Gas and dole fruit. What kind of stuff do you do on those accounts? Um, so it varies between the different accounts um, from you know more basic things like expense reports for example or like putting together a deck um, to more advanced things like um, pulling competitive data on like spend for different competitors and just like putting that together into like a competitive analysis and just you know any other things that they might need help with on a day-to-day. Okay. Was is was account management like always your your goal? Was that where you wanted to land? Um, so I have like two different interests within advertising, at least that that I know of. So the first one being account management. Um, where I used to be in what's called the American Advertising Federation at school at U of I, and um, that's where I sort of gained exposure to that position. 
Um, and then also strategy. I used to be on NSAC, which is like the National Student Advertising Competition. For two of those years out of the three that I was on there, I was on strategy and I really enjoyed it. And I know that oftentimes to be able to get into strategy, you segue into that through account management. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm still sort of feeling both of them out right now, but overall those two are my interests, I'd say. Okay, you just mentioned AAF and NSAC. Um, mm -hmm. how, how have those groups helped you um, as a professional or um, how have they helped you um, you know figure out your way and what you want to do yeah absolutely. How, how important are they for students to be a part of those type of groups um, so I know that AAF is nationwide so um, you know you might be able to find something like that at your local university um, but I think groups just like that in general are essential really to like finding what you want to do and how you want to do it or at least it would take out a lot of the stress um, in the process so for example just a couple things like within AAF I've been able to network a lot with my peers which down the line you know once everyone graduates we're all at some sort of company um, so it's really beneficial for expanding your network mm -hmm. but then another thing too is like professional development how do you curate a resume how do you look for different positions you might be interested in how do you like reach out um, to particular people um, in the industry mm -hmm. and all those questions like not everybody might know who you surround yourself with but if you you know join something like AAF you can um, sort of learn more about it and then have an easier way of getting into the industry that way okay a lot of a lot of students who are looking for internships often have to relocate, and I know you had to relocate here from Chicago. Um, what was that process like? Um, so honestly, I'm still getting used to it. Like I've been here for over a month, and you know, one thing is transitioning from school life into the nine to five, mm -hmm. um, which is one thing. I used to work another job, which was like more so of picking my own schedule, sort of thing. Um, so that was an adjustment. But then moving to a whole entire city, like. That was a huge adjustment, even something from like, how does the public transit work? What buses or trains can I take? What neighborhoods are safe? What aren't? You know, where do I go shopping? Some of the stores that I have at home don't even exist out here. Mm. Or like, you know, where can I find the best price for something? Where can I go for fun? Like all these questions, I just decided to just go for it and figure it out along the way. Mm -hmm. And I really have learned a lot. I think the best way to learn about a different city is to just go and try something out, like living there for a bit which I know can be difficult for some people, um, but my recommendation would be if you're even somewhat interested, do it now while you have the chance. You know, take advantage of that intern title and go somewhere temporarily. If you don't like it, you can always go back, um, but I would, I would definitely recommend it. Okay, um, so once you apply for the internship and um, that you heard back, what was the interview process like being um, in Chicago and the agencies here in Santa Monica? Yeah, so they were very, um, um, just open to being able to make it work for me from wherever I was. They pretty much asked where I was located and if I would be able to come in for an in-person interview or if it would be better to just do it over the phone. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up interviewing since I have three different clients with a couple different teams. Um, so it was a total of six people and we just pretty much did, um, for the main interview, we just did one team after another. Um, and we were able to just communicate that way. You know, they asked me any questions um, they had, and then I also did the same. Um, overall, the whole process took, um, you know, a couple weeks, not including the time that it took for them to get back to me initially, because I know that always takes a while. Um, but then after that, it was pretty smooth. Okay, and how has your experience been so far? Like, did you have expectations coming in? And if so, like, how, how, how has it been? So I've had a lot of different experience within um, advertising at school, but this is actually my very first um, industry experience, like being able to work at an agency, which is something I really wanted to do, even just for the fact of being able to learn from the different people that I'd be working with. Um, so, you know, I didn't really go in with any expectations. Uh, but overall, you know, like I said, it is an adjustment, but at the end of the day, you know, I definitely feel like I'm learning a lot and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing here and getting that experience, you know, and overall it's been really positive. I met a lot of great people um, and just like learned so much about how an actual agency day-to-day -day works compared to what they might be able to tell you at school because, you know, education can only take you that far. The rest is going to have to be you. I agree. I agree. Um, so how did you initially hear about the internship? Yeah, so this, um, I was waiting for this question. I, um, want to take it back again to AAF. Mm -hmm. um, so the University of Illinois um, AAF chapter has this thing called Advasion, 
where we pretty much would visit various agencies across the country. So I've been fortunate enough to be able to visit New York twice, LA twice, and then Chicago a couple of times as well. And every time we go, we'd visit, you know, any agencies that our alumni are connected to, which is another great resource, just being able to reach out to people you share the same education with, same alma mater. Um, so that's how I found out about it. I came and I visited RPA before I even heard about the position. And an important thing is just to stay in touch over those long breaks. So, you know, getting someone to network with, um, just getting someone's contact information, finding a meaningful connection, and then just sort of taking it from there. Um, but if that wasn't enough, I also had someone who graduated from school who also works here full time. Okay. So those two things combined, you know, I was able to um, contact them about a potential referral and just like I already knew about what the space was and what some of the values were. So that's what really, um, you know, led me to, to here. So I know applying for an internship here at RPA is not just an application. You also have to do a project. So my question is, what did you do for your project? Yeah, so um, great question. Um, for the project that um, I decided to do, again, within AAF, I was in a committee. It was a video production committee that I was an account manager on, so I had that leadership position there. And within that, we pretty much specialized in creating videos for local businesses, not-for-profits, and like any sort of university-affiliated um, groups. So I was sort of like, that's my, um, I wouldn't say side hustle, but like a hobby of mine would be just like video production. Um, and I also do like drone videography from time to time. So I pretty much took both of those things, combined them, and um, I responded to what the prompt was. I don't really remember it off the top of my head. Um, but I just did that in a video and a voiceover and talked about the experience of travel and how it, you know, sort of broadens your horizons. It makes you experience the unknown and that sort of thing. So for anyone, you know, looking for any tips, I would just look back at what you're interested in and like how you can communicate an idea in a way that's unique to you. Man, you described that so well. I want to see the video. Oh, yeah, I'll send it to you after. So, I mean, what are your plans for the future as far as your career goes? Um, I think part of being an intern, the beauty of it is not knowing what the future holds. And um, I'm sort of looking forward to that aspect. You know, obviously, again, with the whole move, a lot of my family is back in the Midwest. I'd really like to be able to stay in touch with them. You know, like they immigrated from Europe back when, um, you know, I wasn't even born yet. So for me, that connection is really strong. So ideally, I'd like to be somewhere close. But I also know that um, you know, doing this sort of thing like traveling and living in another place, like that's something you do while you're young. So I think while I'm young, I'll still, um, you know, experience what agencies might have to offer. Um, I'm not sure if I'd get a position here, possibly or extend the offer. Um, but, you know, I'd be open to just staying at an agency for now and then seeing how things go. Okay. So for someone pursuing a future in account management, um, what's some advice you, you would give them? Like what, what type of quality should they have? to be successful in that role? Yeah, so definitely organization, I would say, would be number one on my list. Um, being able to handle three different clients at the exact same time while making sure that, you know, you're not um, giving enough attention to a particular client or something like that. You always have to be on top of it. You have to be scheduling meetings on time, that sort of thing. So organization would be one. Number two, I would just say overall communication, talking with anyone and anyone who's willing to talk to you. Um, just having that comfortable, like being, having that level of comfort with someone else that you might not have ever met before. Because in reality, in account management, that's all you're going to be doing. You're going to be talking to people you might have never met, um, working on companies you might have never known about. And it's just about being open to that and going into it with a positive mindset. Great advice. Um, what's the best way people can reach you? Um, so I always plug my Instagram. Um, it's at Goddess Robbie, G-O-D-D-E-S-S-R-O-B-B-I-E. Um, but another thing, too, is um, if you want to check out my website, it's my last name, first initial, dot com. So S-N-I-E-Z-K-O-R at or just dot com. Yeah. All right, Robert, thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, my name is Meg Crade. I'm from Newport Beach, California. I went to the University of Oregon, and I'm in art production. What's up, Mick? How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for uh, taking the time to sit down and interview with me. Sure. Um, so, I mean, let's just let's jump right into it. Um, what do you do in your role? Basically, as an art producer, I help them do digital asset management, research photographers and illustrators. Why do I sound nervous? <laughs> research um, photographers and illustrators, and then uh, I meet with photographers and go over their portfolios. Okay. So, how has the experience been so far? 
It's been really good. I think that my degree in advertising kind of goes hand in hand with um, with photography. Um, and as a photographer, it's really cool to just to see like all the work that everyone else has done. Yeah. Um, what were your expectations coming in? And I actually know? had zero expectations whatsoever. I didn't really know what production was to be necessarily, or uh -huh. not necessarily, to be honest. Um, I just kind of thought that I was going to be in an, an agency setting, so I just thought I was going to be like Mad Men. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's lived up to my expectations. It's been super fun. Okay. How did, how did you hear about the, the internship? Um, basically, I Googled like agencies in LA, and mm -hmm. then I saw they had an internship on LinkedIn. Yeah. What was your interview process? Um, so you talk to HR after you send in your application. Mm -hmm. um, and then you do the project, and then if they like your work and you're cool with HR, then you talk to the supervisor in your department. Okay. How many interviews did you do? There's three interviews. Three oh, interviews. sorry, two. Two? Yeah, two. Okay. <laughs> um, so you just mentioned the, the project that you did. Yeah. What did you do for your project? Um, I made a little video, and I described my work that I did for Red Bull. Okay. Yeah, so I guess they liked it, because uh -huh. here I am. But <laughs> um, Yeah. Okay. Um, so... You went to the University of Oregon, mm -hmm. right? Were you a part of any groups on campus um, that focused on advertising or marketing? Um, unfortunately not. <laughs> I did a lot of photography on the side. I think that was like what kept me really busy. I did a lot of stuff for like local businesses, did product shoots for people on Instagram, worked for the school doing that. So I kind of focused more on that um, just because doing all like the advertising projects in school, I was just doing so many of them. I didn't think I needed to like do more in a club setting or anything, but I would suggest doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. Um, so I know you are a photographer by yeah. trade. You've been doing that for years. What attracted you to advertising? Um, well, since I've been doing photography for so long, I just never really saw myself pursuing it full time. I think that I'm a really visual person. I knew that advertising was kind of a mixture between like businessy and marketing, but also like visual stuff as well. Yeah. So when I was in advertising um, at my school, I did art direction and a little bit of um, strategy, which okay. is interesting because that's not what I'm doing now. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think like it's good to explore all the different stuff you can do in an agency. And then once you get there, you can figure out exactly what you like the best. So are you more so... Um interested in getting into strategy or do you want to lean towards like creative or something or are you um, happy with staying in our production in the I, I really like staying in production I think it's the best fit for me in terms of what I like to do and my passions um, I did do digital strategy uh, in a previous internship and that's always been an interest of mine as well I'm kind of doing that a little bit uh, for RPA too on our productions Instagram so I mean I'm not opposed to doing any of that um, but I think production is where I'm going to stay. Okay. Um, as an art producer, what are the type of projects you've worked on so far? So far, I've helped with Dole, uh, looking up stuff for their photographers and their photo shoots coming up, and also Pocky and ICLA, which is like a hotel in L.A. When you say looking up stuff, what do you mean? So um, whenever we have to do photo shoots, we have to look up photographers. So I've just been helping like research the photographers, um, also going over like uh, asset management for that too after the production's done. So just kind of like that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so I got a chance to look at your, your photography oh, portfolio. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> it was actually really good. And I'm just wondering like for people who are trying to build their portfolio, can you just kind of give a perspective on how you built yours and what was the process? Yeah. So I made my website because there was a class that my school had my senior year and it was a visual portfolio class. Mm -hmm. um, and basically we as a class had to make websites together and then after we made our website we had professional photographers come in and review our websites so that was actually very helpful because they were very critical and they said like take this out move this show more of this and whatnot so i think it's best to really know how to organize your website instead of just throwing everything on there mm -hmm. um, so i would suggest maybe not taking a class but having a lot of people critique it before it's published fully on there how long was the process of Making my website, yeah. um, like 10 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know you also go to the bookshop, right? Mm -hmm. Or you recently started. Um, yep. how's, how's that going? Bookshop is 
really cool and interesting just because I've only had three classes and I feel like I've learned almost like way more than I have at school in college, (laughs) which sucks because I paid a lot of money for college. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's really cool. I think if you think you could be a creative in advertising, it's it's the best first step to do because they train you as either an art director or a copywriter. Um, and I never considered myself as a copywriter before, and now I'm kind of leaning towards that more. Um, and it's once a week, and it's also at RPA, so that's very convenient for me. Um, and yeah, we basically just look at a bunch of ads and discuss them and critique them, and then we make our own ads. Okay. Is it, so, um, I mean, we can wrap it up from here. So lastly, what, what advice would you give for anyone currently trying to um, work as an art producer? Oh man, um, I would say train your eye. That's what I've been doing while I'm here. Um, just having to look at different photographers and even illustrators as well. Um, I think it's really good to kind of get a feeling of what your style is, but also what other people are doing. And to be open and communicative also is a really big um, quality you need to have is you need to be able to be organized and get shit done. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what's the best way anyone can reach you or look at some of your work? Um, you can reach me by Vine. Just kidding. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, you can reach me on my email. It's megcrade.photo at gmail. There's also my website, meg-crade.com. And then my Instagram, you can slide in there. It's <laughs> megcradephoto. Yep. All right, Meg Crade. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you want to keep up with us outside of these podcasts, make sure you follow us on Instagram. That's at Academics, A-D-C-A-D-E-M-I-C-S. And you can follow me personally. My handle on all social platforms is at Justin D. Barnett. You can also email academicspodcast at gmail.com for any and all inquiries. Thank you. Class dismissed.